This is your classical break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we're continuing with Schumann's Chrysleriana. This piece is defined by contrasts and sharp changes in mood, which is partly due to the character who inspired the piece, Johannes Chrysler. Chrysler was a genius with an unpredictable temperament, much like Schumann, and Schumann's own psyche is the other main concept that this piece is built around, specifically a dual nature that he saw in himself. He even gave his two sides their own characters, Florestan and Eusebius. Florestan was the active, impulsive half of his personality, passionate and talkative. He's usually represented by music full of a buzzing energy with a bit of brashness thrown in. Eusebius was the passive, more introspective half. His music is dreamier, more melancholy. And Schumann saw them not necessarily as opposing forces, but two complementary aspects of his personality. In fact, he had a broader concept of himself as David fighting the artistic Philistines of the day, and Florestan and Eusebius were his right-hand men. And the characteristics they embodied were important. Schumann might never have gotten out of bed without Florestan's confidence and extroversion, but also needed to be grounded through the reflective Eusebius. Obviously, the ways that Schumann saw himself and his personality have given people who are inclined to examine Schumann's mental state plenty to work with. Psychology and psychiatry weren't really around in Schumann's day, at least not in the way that we know those fields now. Schumann had mental health issues throughout his life, but most of what he and others wrote about it talked in the vague terms common at the time. You might hear that he was melancholy, or he had visions, or at the end of his life he was institutionalized with madness. Today, there are a whole host of diagnoses that people have given Schumann based on those, again, very sketchy accounts. Schizophrenia has been brought up, especially with the talk of visions, and his unstable mood had some people thinking bipolar. There's also the very real possibility that he had syphilis, a common disease that was not as controllable as it is today and does cause mental health problems in later stages. But whatever he had or didn't have, his struggles give us a different lens to view the whole concept of Florestan and Eusebius through. They weren't just artistic fancies, something that Schumann cooked up on a whim. They could have been very real attempts to wrestle with the forces of his mind, forces that he couldn't control, but could control him. The two movements we'll listen to today illustrate the extremes of those forces, each marked with the word very, very agitated, the first one, very slow, and then very lively. Schumann wasn't doing anything halfway, and in these movements he explores the heights and depths of tempo, volume, and the keyboard itself. Whatever was going on in Schumann's mind, his music is definitely fascinating enough. Here's Peter Bradley Fulgoni with the third, fourth, and fifth movements of Schumann's Chrysleriana.
So many people have looked at Schumann's music through that Florestan and Eusebius lens, and so for each of those movements, it's, it's pretty tempting to think, which one is he characterizing here? It's probably at least a little bit of both, kind of like the yin and the yang. There's just that slightest bit of the black inside the white, and vice versa. Thanks to Peter Bradley Fulgoni for putting that up in museopen.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be finishing up with Schumann's Chrysleriana. I'll see you then.